We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Final hour here of Cody and Gold. Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. Jed filling in for Nick. Nick filling in for Gold. But it's Tuesday. No one's filling in for Nate Taylor. He's here anyway. You can read his work over at The Athletic. You can catch him on Monday nights for the Nate Taylor Show. Nate, how, how, how the hell are you? I'm here, man. Uh, you got to talk to coordinators today. Kind of weird Tuesday for you. Yeah, I got full-on jet lag, y'all. Uh, my flight was last night. We talking to coordinators on Tuesday so that... Your whole week's thrown off. So we can get Thanksgiving. It's, it's wild, man. What um, are you responsible for on Thanksgiving at the house? You got to do anything? You got to cook anything? Prepare something? Clean the house? No. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna praise my sister Denise <laughs> who is hosting everybody. All I gotta do is go from practice to show up and be you know just my personal interpersonal self. You know just just show love up. on everybody, play with the kids, throw the football around. You know if you want to tell me uh, your crazy theory about the Dallas Cowboys, I'm totally here for it because it's always the afternoon game. I think my dad's probably gonna come over to our house to watch. I can't believe this. To watch Vikings Patriots. <laughs> That's how much me and my dad love football. I'll tell you what, that game <laughs> What's actually. What's wrong with you? Did you just watch the Patriots? <laughs> I know. That game Those actually two teams has. scored a combined 13 <laughs> points last week. It's better than it would have been before the season. Yeah. That game yeah. has more juice now than it did two months ago. Uh, so, so but I also I'm, just watched I'm, them play. I'm great. I just want pecan pie and ice cream. And sure, turkey's fine. Sure. <laughs> You're just ready to eat. I was trying to decide. I'm responsible for the family's desserts. Mm-hmm. As is my wife, Holly. And yes. I normally make two to three. Uh-huh. And I was trying to decide, like, does everyone just want the same thing and we don't want any variants in this? Like, should I just be making pumpkin pie, apple pie, and something chocolate? Or do you want a little variance in your world? Mm. That's really, you know, like, that's what I haven't sorted. I think I'm going to make apple pie because I make that every year and I make yeah. it in slightly it's different ways. Obviously a great choice. But I think instead of pumpkin pie, I'm going to do a pumpkin roll. So, like, those big Swiss cake rolls with, like, the cream cheese in it. Okay. And then well, I'm trying to decide a, if I need to make a third thing. You know, we, I, we hadn't put that on film yet. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually, last year, I brought this to the table, and now it is it has already been requested for this year. I make incredible, from scratch, cornbread muffins. Okay. So You put a little jalapeno in there? No, 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 no that's long. Texas style, man. We don't do that. Anymore. As long as long as it's as long as obviously we trust you. Thank you. And <laughs> if there's plenty I don't of, know why, but thank and you. If there's plenty of butter. 
Oh yeah, of course. It's an incredible side to to whatever we'll the get, ensemble is. And we'll get the we'll get a, we'll get a little sprinkle of uh, powdered sugar on top as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay, Nick. Okay. Like, you know, we're not messing okay. around. So we're not what, messing around. What I see here is a is a young quarterbacks coach who's ready to show <laughs> that he has offensive coordinator capabilities on on Thanksgiving. You know, I'm not. I'm just here to do my job. Mm. I'm not trying to take anybody else's job. But we don't talk about other other guy, other men's job. But if the opportunity presented itself, then you know, I'd be willing to take on more responsibility. Well, look. You know, you get to the setting, wherever it is, you know, wherever the wherever the meal is being uh, prepared and put together. And look, someone's going to mess up. OK, this is just that the odds suggest that everybody's <laughs> going to have to be like, what was that? What was that? Was that actual stuffing? Did, what did we just eat? We mm-hmm. get that out of a box. You like, let that bread sit too long. Yep. You know, like um, as I get older, wine's getting more and more significant. You know, we got to have a really good wine yeah, placement absolutely. on the roster. Like, you got to put – the cap has to now include wine. Is this now like 12 personnel for the Chiefs? It's like maybe a few years yeah. ago that wasn't as big a part of it, but now correct. all of a sudden it's my, like major. Totally correct. My family spent a crazy amount of time having no alcohol at family gatherings. What? Okay, so like – <laughs> no, I'm telling you, listen – we go to my grandma's every year, and she would break out the real china and the silver, and we'd eat there. Shout out to grandma. And after after she had after she had passed, we were like at one family gathering, and I was getting ready to go to a Thanksgiving, and I'm like, "This is it, I've had it." And I brought like a twelve pack. I'm like, "I'm bringing alcohol to this, and I'm gonna drink it." And everyone was like, "Can I get one of those?" I'm like, "We're doing this now. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're drinking in all these family gatherings. What? What? I don't know what took us so long. Let's all bring booze. Yeah, let's agree that this is the correct and wise decision here. Right. I mean, what I everybody wants to pass out. Okay, it's totally fine. Like, fill your plate, have wine or beer. You know, um, for me, it'll be probably wine." Throughout the day, then nightfall will come, and then yes. I'll go to bourbon. Yeah, and like that's that's, that's the way it's play. supposed to go. There's nothing better than the post because we do. I don't know. Do you guys do Thanksgiving dinner or lunch? We do. We do mostly mid mid afternoon. When I was going to two, it was like 11 and then another one at like three. So what we'll do, we'll probably eat around noon or one, which means I will be passed out by four. Yes. But I'm up, I'm back up by six. And that's when the leftover feast begins where I'm making the sandwiches with the Hawaiian rolls. Oh, Oh, yeah. Spread the cranberry in the inside of it. Now, now I got to play it a little different this year because we're going to go to my dear friends, Mike and Amanda's house. We're going to do a little dessert, uh, you know, sort of after party basically at their place. Um, we each have kids similar age, but you know, one of my favorite things was watching my dad and and grandpa fall asleep when I'm trying to tell them Barry Sanders is on television (laughs) (laughs) and then them waking up for like the second half of the Cowboys just destroying somebody, Mm -hmm. uh, who happened to come into, you know, the old Cowboy stadium. So for me, it's like. Based on what my family does, we always trim later afternoon than like around normal lunchtime. It's like, so when can I get a nap if I gotta go to like another friend's house? That's tough. <laughs> like, you know, um, how how am I gonna stay um, hydrated this entire time uh, while also being responsible? The odds are stacked against you. I'm gonna put it. It like really that. is. I'm not. I'm not liking your chances. You know, it's kind of like I'm not liking the chances of uh, the Chargers making the postseason. Even though I guess I said I. Did like their chances yeah, earlier. Staley get fired if they if they miss the playoffs? I don't want to think that far ahead, Cody. But man, um, that's a really good Hast, question. I mean, how many 
That's a really but and keep he, making excuses for him. And he's a defensive guy too. Everybody has to be remindful that. And they're terrible on defense and have been. Yeah, yeah. I get the injuries, but I'm not. Still, but, but at some point, you can't. Right. I'm not asking you to be the best defense in the league. I'm asking you to not be a bottom five defense, which right. is what they've been for most of this year. And so the question then becomes: Who do I want to trust and give the benefit of the doubt to more? A Bill Belichick led defense or the Chargers offense, which fluctuates from week to week. Well, I'm going to take the constant in this variable, and I'm going to take, like, even in a tougher division, I still trust Bill Belichick to have a better game plan week to week to at least present difficulties for the opposing offense. He's the best defensive coach in NFL history. Yeah. So, I mean... So I assume he'll hey, do a pretty good job Hey, but Brandon Staley had that one good year with the Rams as the, their they defensive so coordinator. So, they were so good that so year, Brandon too. Staley good with that with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, too. <laughs> God, who can't coach that group? Yeah, that's a pretty talented <laughs> yeah, all, 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 like, two premier players in their primes. Yep, that'll that'll work. Oh, at, like, premium positions. positions. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll work. Just those things. If it weren't for that, speaking of Aaron Donald, Chris Jones is playing better than him this year. Yeah. Look, I'm not so crazy to say he's had a better career or he's better than Chris Jones or don't, Aaron Donald. Don't say that. But he is better than Aaron Donald has been this season. Yep. And honestly, I am offended how far down the defensive player of the year odds he is. He's the third favorite right now. He's on pace for 15 and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. He is 40 to 1 on Bet MGM. He is, and, and Micah Parsons, for instance, is minus 250. And they are one sack apart, one forced fumble apart, and Micah Parsons has a touchdown. That's the only difference statistically between them. And one guy plays interior defensive line for half the time. So that means that Micah Parsons is a bigger favorite to win defensive player of the year than Patrick Mahomes is to win MVP, which is shocking considering just if we're looking at Chris Jones, I think he has a very valid case to be mentioned amongst Micah Parsons and I don't know who else is up there. Uh, uh, oh, it's Matthew Judon is Matthew the second Judon. favorite right now who has more sacks than Parsons, because, too. Because Why they just all decided He's doing Parsons. it late in games, too. Chris Jones, this is about the fifth time yeah. this year yep. where he has had a sack in the fourth quarter, one possession game to basically put the game away. He keeps closing out games, and that should matter, too, if we're talking about individual awards, shouldn't it? Let me, let me, just, state, let me just state some facts through statistics. Michael Parsons has 10 tackles for loss. Chris Jones has 10 tackles for loss this season. I mean, Michael Parsons is supposed to be the see ball, go get ball. Why? What's all star? Is what's it a Cowboys thing? Is oh, it because it's the Cowboys? Of course it's a Cowboys thing. Is that it's just also- betting odds? Or do you actually think the NFL, the people who vote for this award, and mm-hmm. there's what 50 of them, right? Who mm-hmm. vote for MVP defensive player yeah, of the year, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Is this how the 50 people will vote? Have they just already decided Micah Parsons is a more important defensive player this year? Or is it because he's on the better defense? It's 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 a little bit of a hedge here. Playing on the Cowboys already elevates you. Um, Micah Parsons is a younger player. So, obviously, he was rookie defensive player of the year last year. And, oh, my goodness, he's just as good, if not better, sure. in year two. So, there's always that, that – it's always that, I guess, allure – um, is the word I would use for a player such as this. Chris Jones has been dest- established. He has been very good for a very long time. Um, you can't clearly state that he's having a career year right now, but we might oh, say man. differently. We, we might say differently in week 17 and week 18, right? When we have a little larger sample size. Now, he had that great year in 2018 where he had a lot of sacks, 
Um, and it was the only year he's had double-digit sacks. So whenever he gets his next one will be the second in his career where he's had double-digit sacks. But also, it's about when you play these games and how you perform in such games. They absolutely crunched the Minnesota Vikings, who, by the way, beat the Buffalo Bills fair and square. I know, but Justin yeah. Herbert, they'd only given up 13 sacks all season. The yes. Chiefs rolled in there, and Jones got two. two. Yeah. And got, Team got, and got five, the, but... And got the most important one to shut down any chance of, yeah. obviously, getting in field goal range. Um, I would also say... It's when you play the games and how the season gets down to the very, very end. And unfortunately, to, I think, Chris Jones' detriment, the Chiefs have already locked up the division, and their next most big game is maybe the Cincinnati Bengals? Probably. I mean, that one still matters. Jamar Chase might be back by then. They'll have a little more juice. This Rams game has no juice. If Micah Parsons devours Jalen Hurts, and all of a sudden the division is flipped on its head. Yeah. Can't I can't help you there, sir. Now This is like the when we were trying to get Creed Humphrey rookie of the year votes, and then Jamar Chase had just blew up two hundred yards and three touchdowns against the Chiefs. I'm like, that's that's not gonna help. Well, I feel like Chris Jones' <laughs> defensive yeah. player of the year candidacy is probably a little bit stronger than Creed's was. For no. I don't know. Creed got two rookie of the year votes. Do you think Chris Jones is getting two defensive player of the year votes? Jamar Chase had like 1,500 yards and 13 touchdowns. He's, he's, he's an alien. It was pretty he's, decent rookie year. Yeah. You yeah, know, just the good. equivalent of Jerry Rice and Randy <laughs> Moss put together. Um, like, I, I know people don't want to hear this because it was the one game. Nick Bosa has played one bad game all season. It was against the Chiefs. Uh, but if you watch Nick Bosa, oh, my Lord. This they just didn't good. even block him that game. They were just right. like, we're not no, even going like, we to pay attention. They, they Every- put Jarek McKinnon on them more than they did their tackles. Yeah. Everybody tries. <laughs> and it's like, stop. Don't, do, like, why try? He's Honestly, it was a so good strategy. Good. They was. ran plays at him in a way that, that, were, that his pass rush didn't matter. Like, we're just going to run right at you. Yeah, they negated. We're not going to let you, like, work around yeah. everyone else. Yeah, so I, I think out of the list right now, and, you know, I know he's not getting a lot of love, too, but, like, Miles Garrett is having a very good season. I thought the first half of the season, Von Miller was the defensive player of the year yeah. because his impact on the Bills was sizable. You felt it, and obviously it played out in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs when we thought, hey, the Bills now have the inside track to have the one seed. But as the season moves along, I mean, Micah Parsons does some really cool things, guys. He does. Yeah. He does some really cool things. But uh, so does Chris Jones. But so does Chris Sometimes Jones. it's harder to see because it's the interior. True. And uh, Micah Parsons has three forced fumbles this year. They all have looked telegraphed. The quarterbacks still look like they've never seen who this player is. Uh, I.E. Kirk Cousins. It was like, and I saw the replay of it today. It's like, hey, man, early in the game, really don't need a turnover. All right, okay, third and short. Hold. Hold. Pick. Hold. (laughs) Let me scramble out of the pocket. Let me hold it again. And it's just like, if you're going to eat the sack, protect the ball. Instead, he like is like, do you not know who's chasing you from behind? Did you not ID him before the snap? Uh, And, of course, Michael Parsons strips, fumbles him, and then they just race from that moment on. So I don't want to run the risk of talking Chris Jones this entire time because I want to talk some offense with you, but. This is not a contract year for Chris Jones, but it's sort of oh, kind of is. a contract no, year is. for Chris They're Jones. They're just going to give him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah what, what's going to happen this offseason with him? So, for context, and this is a great point, Nick, um, as way his contract is set up right now, because it was basically four years, $80 million, but obviously you backload a lot of that in the fourth year for a cap standpoint, and that was when the cap was obviously a little bit more stagnated because we were all living in a pandemic. We didn't know where the money was going to go. Now that we are back to, you know, 
as best of normal lives we can get to, uh, he is playing on his contract year in essence because if the Chiefs release him, they save more money than it costs to cut him. Mm -hmm. Now, you would never do that, but you do need to give him another three-year extension, in my opinion, at around $23 million, maybe 24 If he does amazing in the postseason, maybe it gets to 25 a year. But you're doing that so that he can be on the team for 2023 or 2024, and then you sort of figure it out from there. Um, Was this a foregone conclusion before the season began? Like, did you think the plan has always been to restructure his contract? Yes, yes. I had a conversation with Brett Veach. Um, In training camp, I don't know. I I might circle back to it um, because there are some things you have – that you talk about and you're like, well, I just want to see how the season plays mm-hmm. out. I think that's fair to, to fans. I think it's fair to obviously. Cause he's at about that age where the chiefs yeah. have historically moved on from guys, but he's too valuable. There's yeah. certain people yeah. in the NFL. Like if you have a player who is all pro caliber, those are the very few instances in which you give a third contract to me. Chris Jones going to end up as like a hundred sack guy in his mm-hmm. NFL career. He's got like 60 now, plenty of time left to play in his career. Mm-hmm. He could very well end up with like a hundred sacks. You got a hundred sack guy. You give him three contracts. If they're Travis Kelsey, you give him three contracts. If they're mm-hmm. Mahomes, you give him three contracts and no one else, right? And he, and he wants everyone else can be a two-contract guy. You can give Snead more money. By the time you get to the third one, you just don't. Yeah, and I want everyone to hear this in Kansas City. Chris Jones doesn't want to go anywhere. He wants to play here. There's, there's not a situation that's developing kind of like around this time last year where, you know, similarly, Tyreek Hill was playing in a contract year. He knew that. The team knew that. Yeah, he has one more year left on his deal, but – you know, Tyreek wanted to be the highest paid player at his position. Which meant it wasn't necessarily going to be here and wasn't here. Right. And so, Chris, you you know, you don't know how it's all going to play out. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do this as best I can with my understanding of the situation. But he wants to be here. He wants to play here for the duration of his career. He's made that very clear. The organization knows that. They have put everything around him, which is basically the question I asked to him after the game on Sunday. Like, is it satisfying that, like, you are the star and they have given you a a very good supporting cast, right? Even even Frank Clark coming back has been very good in his supporting role with you now being the star, which was the difference in 2019 when Frank Clark was the star and you were sort of the Robin to his Batman based on the contract, the trade, all those things. And obviously Frank got all the sacks to to end the the games in in the postseason run. Um, but they've they've done everything for him. They obviously <laughs> allowed him to play defensive end last year. Uh, it didn't go well, but it does serve him better this year because he's using some of those moves on right tackles, and they are working now because he's had that experience. So you don't know how the season's going to play out, obviously. You obviously need him to stay healthy, but this guy has seen what Travis Kelsey's done. He's seen, obviously, how Patrick Mahomes' career has moved forward, and he wants to be – in that threshold of, hey, these were the core guys in this era um, where maybe the Chiefs won multiple Super Bowls, you know? And right now there's only four players in that category. It's Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark. If Frank Clark has another memorable postseason, even though we all assume that this will be his last year, he will be a part of this sort of core four in my mind as I've reported on these guys for all this time that say, hey, the first sort of Mahomes era included – these other three guys. Offensively, Nate, the Chiefs obviously had no trouble scoring against the Chargers, especially considering they were without most of their, I'd say three of their top four planned wide receivers, Mm -hmm. especially because Tony emerged kind of immediately. Did it say more in you to that game about 
wow, look how deep they are at wide receiver. Is this just one of those, my God, Mahomes can throw to anyone just as long as <laughs> Travis Kelsey is on this team? Yeah, and as long as the coaching staff is intact. Yeah, that matters. Can everybody just acknowledge that? Like, well, what does Eric Bieniemy do? We just joked about that last week. We were like, we talked a lot about him last year. We talked a lot about him at the beginning of the offseason. And all year long, it's just kind of been. Look at what one. Mahomes and Andy are doing without Tyreek. Yeah. Never EB. Yeah. Never EB. Look, Matt Nagy matters. I'm sorry, y'all. This is the truth. The dude used to be a head coach. Seems like Dable not being in Buffalo matters. So, I mean, I would think that hey. back off to coordinator those things. Andy is totally fine with having really, really smart people around him. Joe Blamar, like, kind of came up in the untraditional manner in terms of wide receivers coach, but the receivers, by and large, have all played well given their opportunities presented to them. Uh, Andy Heck, been doing this a long time at the offensive line. Obviously, he was sort of a hero in saying, we're just not going to block Nick Bosa. And, like, okay, all the other coaches built the game plan around that core fact. we not blocking him. Cool. We'll figure out a way to beat him. All right, you know, we have Khalil Mack and, hey, Trey Smith having a little bit of a dip in his second season. Last two games, Trey Smith has gone right back up. So coaching matters. Yeah. Like, okay, Kadarius Tony. I'm going to look this up really quick. I believe he had one target. And only played like 14 snaps or something yeah, like before that. Before he got hey, hurt. Hey, yeah. man, hey, man, you, 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 feeling, you feeling a little tight in the hamstring? The, the turf here at SoFi is terrible to play on anyway. Why don't you chill? That feel is awful. Awful. Why don't you chill? You're you're gonna be fine. We need you over the course of the season, not just for this game. So just just chill. We got it. We got it. Don't worry. We're gonna be running swing routes to Jody Fortson. I mean, that by, by the way, way that, that throw pass, dude. It's the pass. The concept. They did that at the, a thirteen personnel. Yes, They're like the lined form, up big the and formation, still completed a forty yard completion. Nothing. Nothing. Pre snap tells you. Oh, he's running a swing route. Why is he still running? <laughs> the oh third my god! String tight end. Yes, that's coaching. What play did Joe Lombardi do that was equivalent to that? There is none. No. By the way, it was what a night. What a knife to the gut. Andy yesterday was like. I know Travis said that, but yeah, it was the same play, same play. two years in a row. Like that is insulting. <laughs> because we know it what? is insulting to tell a team we beat you two years in a row on the same play and we play in the same division. Are you guys even trying to study the tape, or are you my, just hoping? My coaches are better than your coaches. Yeah, because we figured out okay without Kadarius Tony, without McCole Harbin, without Juju Smith-Schuster, we get in a certain situation and a certain look. Guess what? Your best player will not matter because my best player is running away from him because we know you win man coverage. So when you look at this wide receiver core now and not knowing, I'm assuming Juju's going to be back sooner rather than later. McColl's obviously going to be sidelined. Uh, I guess we'll wait. We don't know about Tony We yet. don't know about Tony. I think, I think Tony's fine. Okay. For the bigger portion. Now, you may say, I don't know, he might be limited in practice this week. Um, I'm, just, I'm projecting, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, even if he plays Sunday, it might still be a limited role. Um, but they're going to take it cautiously with Tony. But I didn't, I didn't get any sense from the team that it was like a significant you know, injury for his hamstring. I kind of joked at the beginning of the year when Mahomes said, you know, it's uh, it's going to be – I know for fan, it's going to be terrible for fantasy football owners, but any given week it could be anybody. And I was like, okay. Well, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. And it's going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. So I don't believe you. And now all of a sudden I watch that game and I think, okay, well – with Juju out, I guess that's more opportunity for this guy. Oh, no, it was Justin Watson who played more snaps than any other wide receiver. 
It, Sky Moore had his best game. Sky Moore had his best game, and he didn't look like a rookie, man. It wasn't right. just that he's just getting reps, and so they had to force feed him the ball. No, he would look the crisp route running, looked like he knew what he was doing out there. So it's like each given week, somebody steps up, and I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe bigger role for this guy moving forward. But if this whole receiving core is healthy, should I just expect it at the end of the season to look like it did at the beginning of the season with Juju being your one, MVS out there 70% of snaps, and then mm-hmm. McColl still being that guy in the slot for you? Yeah, and, like, I just – it's a different offense than 2018, but it's a more mature offense, even with all What do you these, mean by that? Even with all these new parts. In 2018, the biggest issue was every defense was still trying to make Mahomes beat They just him. kept blitzing him. They, they just kept they, throwing yes. everything And out. what I mean by that is we were blitzing – and we were still playing single high coverage, which is like, okay, quarterback, beat us. And he did. And he did. <laughs> Until Bill Belichick rolled up in the AFC Championship game and for one half brilliantly brought a game plan of, like, exotic blitzes. We think we're, we think you're coming here. We're actually going there. And Mitchell Schwartz and I have talked about this all the time where he's like, yeah, they their coaches totally got our coaches in the first half. Then we came out of halftime, and Mahomes in the offense went nuclear, and obviously they, they didn't get the coin toss in overtime. Now it's a more mature offense because what options do you have? The last team that really got the coaches was the Bengals because they dropped eight and said, please keep passing the ball, Andy, please. And they did. And Mahomes had his first real funk in a playoff game. When is that going to happen? So it's a mature offense because, yes, there's new parts. Yes, there's no Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey's still the best tight end in the league. So guess what? He dictates your coverage. And guess what? We all know that now. And guess what? The quarterback's got experience against quarters, cover two, single high, blitzes. Like, where are the options to go if everybody's healthy and everybody executes at a high level and the offensive line is intact? And I know people are wondering about Lucas Niang, and I think he will be elevated to the active roster, but Andrew Raleigh's the right tackle. Like, this is the offensive line that you had last year that played very well in the postseason. And guess what, guys? They're trending back to being one of the best offenses, offensive lines in the league at the midway to the second half point of the season. So the quarterback can do everything. He is the most talented passer of the football in the league. And now he's seen just about every coverage and has options to go to when he sees what is available on the field on a given snap situation down in distance. I know we got to let you go, but uh, this is Pacheco's backfield now, right? Uh, of course. Okay. And Clyde left the locker room Sunday in a walking boot in his right ankle. Andy so, said not good in postgame, and he won't even tell us what the hell's going on with McColl. Right. So that that leads us now to having um, a true defined role for everybody. Pacheco is first and second down. McKinnon is third down. Ronald Jones. Extra short, guy. short yardage. So all those tweets you've been getting all year about when are they, what are they going to do with Ronald Jones? Finally, we have an answer. We declared right? that dead last week too. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to ever hear his name ever again. <laughs> look, look. Now I, we got to talk Ronald Jones again. I have to report the team today, with the context of obviously the past and obviously project accordingly moving forward. I've been saying this early on. Ronald Jones was in the break in case of emergency glass. Whenever the first injury was going to happen, because injuries happen to the running back position all the time in this league. Hey, guess we can break out of the in case of emergency glass. It's Ronald Jones. This is probably the situation that's going to play out for the for this week, maybe moving forward, however long Clyde's out. But Ronald Jones, hey, change of pace, short yardage, goal line? Maybe. I'm sick of watching Michael Burton, that's for sure. Nate!
Wait, wait, why is Michael Burton catching straight? Uh, the third and one break? fullback dive. Okay, it's played. They he, got it figured out. He had a touchdown we're, versus we're, the Chargers last we're done, year. We're done against. Hey, we're hey, done hey, on hey, that play. Hey, they're gonna run it about four more times, <laughs> and then they're gonna throw it to someone. Yes, they? of course, in a playoff game. <laughs> That's been my working theory, by the way, on Pacheco in the passes. Everybody. He's gonna have one catch until the <laughs> AFC title game, and on third and fourteen on some play, no one's gonna guard him. They're just going to forget that Pacheco even has a chance <laughs> to catch it, and that's when they'll throw yeah. it to him. Hey, hey, everybody, Michael Burton's on the field on fourth and one. <laughs> Don't look over here. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're just setting people. They're just setting things up. Yeah. Don't don't forget, like. Colin Saunders played one snap in the backfield this year. You don't think they got more plays for that? Well, I'm sure they do. I'm just sick of watching that Burton one. That's all. Nate, appreciate the time as always. Happy Thanksgiving. When we come back. Our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantini, joined us earlier in the show. You can rehear part of that interview next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Next. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. First up on What's Trending World Cup action already today has been fascinating. Argentina was upset this morning. 4 a.m. starting at Saudi Arabia, who beat them one. Oh, now I forgot the score. Two, two, one. Sorry, Not it was important. one nil Argentina, and then eventually they came back to win two one. Poland and Mexico ended in a draw, and France currently leading Australia two to one. Australia jumped out one nil, and now France has the two one lead. Up next on What's Trending, Jets head coach Robert Sala will not commit to Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback this weekend in the Jets game against the Bears or moving forward. This comes after the Jets' 10-3 loss versus the Patriots, after which quarterback Zach Wilson was asked if he felt like he let the defense down, to which he responded no, end quote. No, it turns out that uh, perhaps ruffled some feathers in the Jets' locker room. They felt like maybe he was showing them up. He was sort of walking around, acting like he didn't do anything wrong. I'll tell you this right now. For a quarterback who has been as bad as Zach Wilson has been, which is the worst quarterback in the NFL, walking around with your chest out after putting up three points and saying you didn't let the defense down, the defense, which, by the way, is one of the top five units in the NFL, probably not the way to handle yourself. I actually love this from Robert Solid. Like, Hey, I'm a defensive coach. I'm not saying you can't have the job, but we got to talk about it. Yeah, you're not entitled to anything. Yeah. We have a good team here. We have a good we have a good defense. We've drafted well lately. 
except for you. That was the mistake we made. And at this point, I don't know why you wouldn't turn to Mike White or it's, it's Joe Mike, Flacco. It's Mike White, right? Yeah, Fla- White or Flacco. Those are really the two. Yeah. Jets' problem is they're not going to be high enough in the draft to get one of those good guys. They're currently picking 18th. In the draft now, I think they'll fall back a little bit. But they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. He's so they got to try back. to win now. He has four touchdowns. Yes, absolutely. Next up on Watch Training, the Final Four announced that it'll be in Las Vegas in 2028. They obviously announced these things out a few years in advance. This is the kind of thing, by the way, we talk about downtown stadiums for Kansas City, but more importantly, if there's ever a new Arrowhead, if you want a Final Four, you'll have to put a roof on. That, I think, will be the most fascinating decision for the Chiefs. I think they'll stick to outdoor stadium and choose other events to have at their arena. But the reason why some of these places have put domes or roofs on their building, like in Houston or anywhere else, is because they want Final Fours. That's why Vegas has a roof. That's why, you know, L.A., they want those kind of things available. It looks like Las Vegas, who's gotten just about everything, is probably going to get a Major League Baseball team in the next five years. We'll also get a Final Four in 2028. Next up on What's Trending, Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel said today that the team will move forward with offensive coordinator Todd Downing following Downing's arrest for driving under the influence after the Titans' Thursday night football win on November 18th. According to authorities, Downing was estimated to be going 95 to 100 miles per hour by police, but was officially clocked at 50 miles per hour in a 40-mile-per-hour zone while being followed. So uh, probably not exercising the best judgment there, but at least according to Mike Vrabel, um, not going to lose his job, which... Shouldn't be surprising. No. Um, you got to do a lot to lose your job in the NFL. I would say this, though. The NFL should be a little bit quicker. As quick as they hand out, like, suspensions for other people, this is a pretty straightforward one. They could have a DUI suspension policy for coaches and players. Just like, boom, four like games. Yeah. yeah. You get four games. You're the offensive coordinator for the Titans. You get a DUI, four games. Especially, I mean, we know what's happened across the league in these circumstances sometimes. There's no reason not to just have that is the easiest one. By the way, to have, have a static rule on, and I get it because he's not convicted yet. But I mean, have you seen still. some of the stuff that came out from the arrest, the stop? During the stop, Downing admitted that he'd been drinking prior to driving. He told the officers the reason that he was speeding was because he was trying to get home to his family quickly because he'd been receiving death threats. Something you say if you're drunk and you're hoping people. That's you. so. It's so aggressive, though. Can't you have come with something a little tamer than that? It's like because it doesn't even make sense. It's like the Titans are playing good football right now. They're winning. I, I highly doubt that after winning on Thursday night football, <laughs> that Todd Downing's like, I got to get home before somebody kills me. Like that's not happening. You're an office of coordinator. That's. Let me ask you something. Do you believe he received a single no. death threat? No. One one death threat. No. No. I think he was drunk, and in the moment he was trying to think of a lie that that seemed so serious they'd forget about his drunkenness. Hey, uh, spoiler alert, didn't work. No, it didn't. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Earlier today, our VFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino, we had a chance to sit down with him, and we started off very simply. How was Italy? So I leave for one week, and then we can't figure out the phone line. <laughs> Apparently, <huh? laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe I really am Wally Pip. Psych, call me Lou Gehrig because I'm back. Nobody's Wally Pippin' me, Michael Massey. You don't even start. Michael was wow. really he was he had a strong performance in your stead, Vinny. So I want to thank you first stop for uh, getting an adequate replacement. Yeah, no problem, guys. And I knew he would want to come back on, so it, I just wanted to bring on the best and 
he really wanted to come back on, so he really gave a good performance. But I'm happy to say that I'm back. He did at least one time was talking about one thing that came up that I think we have to address before we talk about the NFL is he said that you were starting to shop more at Gucci or other high-end clothing stores. Is that accurate, Vinny, or was this just for the Italy trip? Am I currently wearing a Prada jacket? I might be. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Like, I like taste. All right, I am just a tasteful man who enjoys nice clothes and having a good time. So, I mean, sure, have I found myself in some designer stores that last year I would not have found myself in? Sure, that's fine. That's fair to say. <laughs> Big leagues changed you, Vinny. Big leagues changed you. I actually went and uh, we're, we're, we're live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch now, and so I had to find a headshot of you, and I could have used the, the Royals headshot, your most current one, but instead I found a glorious picture of you in your old Dominion days uh, with a slick back haircut. I don't. It, it looks like a a copious amount of hair gel and uh, the gold chain, which I feel like that look would have fit in during your vacation in Italy. Yeah, well, the beautiful thing about uh, an off-season is most people don't get to see what I look like, and my hair is on its way back, and I have a nice gold chain on right now. So I think my headshot next year will be looking a little bit like that one, beautiful. which will just be great. Do they take that at spring training, or is that like a first day when you get to Kansas City thing? Uh, last year was in spring training. I think that's where it happens. Vinny, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on in the NFL. We can start with your Jets, whose offensive performance on Sunday left a little bit to be desired. <laughs> hey, how, about, how, how about those Chiefs, huh? I mean, they're just <laughs> unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. I mean, 15 just really knows what he's doing. 15 to 87, huh? I mean, it's just incredible to watch. Uh, what a game. Nobody in Kansas City was worried when the Chargers scored. That's just a beautiful place to be. It's really nice when your offense is just able to push the ball down the field and score some points. Vinny, is it that bad? Is it that bad now that, I mean, we're just weeks removed from talking about this team fast-tracking to the AFC playoffs that now we just have to not speak of those New York Jets anymore? Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs are just a really good team, <laughs> if we're being completely honest. Uh, they're just they're the number one seed in the AFC for a reason, and they're just really exciting to watch. I love them. Is Mahomes going to win the MVP no matter what? Do you think the race is over, or are you still willing to see something happen for the rest of the year? So it's kind of funny that you asked me, because at the beginning of the season, I would have told you that people have uh, Patrick Mahomes fatigue, just kind of like LeBron, how he could probably win it every year, but they're never going to give it to him. And then it's just turned into he's just so dominant that you have to give it to him. And it's also funny because what does he have? One MVP, so it's not like he has a ton of them in his trophy case. Um but, yeah, I, he, he's going to win it. He's going to just go ahead and win it. Well, there's still a little over half the, or a little less than half the season, seven games left in the schedule, and this is kind of the, the time of the year where teams start to sort of round into postseason form. Right now, how many, how many legitimate Super Bowl contenders do you see in the NFL? So you have the Chiefs. I think they're at the top of the list. And then I – then when it comes to I – think, I think it's the Chiefs, and then there's a next level. And I think that next level would be, surprisingly, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. I think they're the next level. And I say that about the Dolphins because they have a wide receiver that you guys know very well who, who is on that MVP list as well. And anytime you have a playmaker as a wide receiver being on an MVP list, you've got a pretty special season going on. So I think those would be the next three. And then I think in that next tier, you're looking at the Bills – the Vikings, 
you know, it's just that next tier. But I think the Chiefs right now are at the top of that list. Does Bills, that mean we Bills tier three? All right. You never know. Like, is Josh Allen a little banged up right now? They had a yeah. tough week with travel. I want to see them get back on the horse this week before I, you know, really put them in that tier two. If you're talking to me about the Bills early in the season, they're in tier one. But I think they've taken a few steps back. But I think it's just the middle of the season lull that they might be going through. So we'll see. We'll see. They've got a nice game against Detroit coming on Thursday. We'll see what they can do. Sounds like you might be riding off the Vikings a little bit. Was that beat down from the Cowboys enough? Or is this just coming back to the Kirk Cousins stuff? It's just, look, Justin Jefferson could potentially be the best wide receiver in the league. Um, And like I was just saying about Tyreek Hill, anytime you have a playmaker that's that good, you're in a good spot. I just think I want to see the Vikings not have a negative point differential when they're eight and two. I think that's what I would look for there is that they've scored less points than than other teams that they've played. And that's insane for a team (laughs) that is six games above 500. When you look at, uh, so I wanted to ask you at least about one more thing before uh, that Michael Massey said, before we've got something else for you about that. But he, he gave us the bombshell report that you had became a Jets fan because of Vinny Testaverde. But I, I, didn't ha- I didn't have the heart to break it to him that you had already told us that once we came to speak to you in the clubhouse. Did he come digging for dirt yeah. and come up empty? Yeah, so that's the problem when you uh... – Uh, Let me just, I'll just go ahead and say one of my favorite quotes is if you come at the King, you must kill him. And Michael tried, he did not kill me. And that's just how it goes. That's why he's not on the radio this week. So it's just a sad time to be Michael, but uh, I'm sure he'll pick himself up. Well, you know, that's funny that you say that because uh, Michael seeing as how his Chicago bears and your New York jets, even though it seems like you're distancing yourself from that organization today, Face off this weekend, Vinny, and Michael actually wanted to challenge you to a friendly waiver, so much so that he has recorded a special message just for you regarding this showdown that I'm going to play for you now. If the Chicago Bears beat the New York Jets on Sunday, Vinny Pasquantino not only has to buy a Mitchell Trubisky jersey, he has to wear it on the first day of spring training into the clubhouse. As a side bet, if Zach Wilson completes more than 15 passes, I will buy and wear a Zach Wilson jersey into the clubhouse on day one of spring training. Because Vinny cannot be trusted, I want to note that it has to be a Chicago Bears Mitchell Trubisky jersey, not a Steelers one. All right, so those are the terms of his bet. Do you have a response, and do you accept the wager? So first off, that's a weird bet. So if the Bears <laughs> win, I have to do something. But what if the Bears win and Zach Wilson completes a certain amount of passes? Like, do we both lose? So yeah. I'm really confused Sounds about that. Like but I will say he does know me very well because I would have bought. Now, so he didn't <laughs> specify in this. I would have bought a North Carolina Mitch Trubisky jersey uh. or a Buffalo Bills uh, jersey. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I accept. It's kind of funny that he's going to come after me like that on – on a recorded radio spot because him and I were actually on the phone yesterday discussing potentially going to Kansas city this weekend, instead of watching the jets bears game, just going to watch the Rams chiefs. So uh, he must've uh, had a change of heart, but I do accept his terms. Yeah. Vinny. I thought the, I thought the terms were weird too, by the way, I didn't have the heart <laughs> to say anything to Michael about it though. Yeah. I, normally when you make a, a friendly wager, it's even on kind of what happens in terms of if my team wins or if your team wins, not, if my team wins, 
or if your quarterback completes a certain amount of passes, but it doesn't matter if your team wins. It's just that's just that's just Michael. Uh, I mean, to be honest, that's just Michael. What are the percentage chances you guys are going to end up at the in in town this weekend to watch the game? Uh, probably slim, simply because it's a holiday weekend. But I was kind of looking at the schedule, and uh, you know who uh, the Chiefs play on January first, right? Uh, I don't. I don't. Know. God, I have no dude, idea. Am I supposed to know no. that offhand? It's, it's, it's the Broncos, uh, right? The, it's the Denver Broncos. Oh, we don't like um, them. We don't like them, Vinny. Yeah, we we don't like them at all. So I was thinking about maybe making a trip out there for then. I'm still working through some things, you know, making sure my schedule's clear. Um, but, yeah, so we've got a few options in mind. If anybody out there has any opinions, let me know. Okay. Hit up Vinny Pasquantino with suggestions. And if we find out you're going to be in town, we will make sure to treat you properly for your first ever Chiefs game in Arrowhead. Okay, perfect. That's all I asked for, you know. And I and I appreciate I appreciate that from you guys. That makes me feel that makes me feel nice. <laughs> Vinny, appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, thank you guys. See you then. That's Vinny Pasquantino. After our normal NFL Insider update, catch up. It sounds like Vinny's gonna make a trip to Arrowhead this year. I would love to go to a Chiefs game at Arrowhead with Vinny. Absolutely. You know what, dude, you know what else I think would be so much fun to do with Vinny? I would love to just sit down on like a like a Friday night and just watch old highlights of the 2001 Sacramento Kings. No, that's not what Vinny wants to do. Yeah, dude, I think he would Although appreciate Although in fairness, he was talking about playing a he was Threatening that he could beat Amir Garrett in one-on-one basketball on Twitter yesterday. So uh, he, he might be a basketball they're fan. Both, they're both tall guys, aren't they? Dude, if you he once told us Amir Garrett can jump like four feet in the air. Like, I don't know that that's well, the Vinny's, guy. Vinny's joked about it. If Amir his... Garrett's got that kind of hops, is that the guy you want to play in pickup well, basketball? Also, Vinny's also been like self-deprecating about... He's been self-deprecating about his own athleticism. Like, compared to other athletes. But... Like, I bet you he would appreciate watching, like, old Vlade Divac tape. He's 25 years old. He so you're saying, he can't, be, he, you're saying he can't be a student of the game? He doesn't even know who Vlade Divac is. You don't think Divac he knows who Vlade is. Divac is? I want you to ask next week, Nick, if he does. I will. I will. That's <laughs> such an egregious thing to say, that he doesn't know who Vlade Divac is. What, do you think he just knows every athlete from every sport? I mean, no, but Vlade had a good run. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Vlade Divac. different NBA teams, Cody. So what? Everybody knows Vlade Divac. Sir Divock. flops a lot. That's or Sir call. smokes a lot, too. That's, that's coming from a SIG smoker. That's an impressive. He looks though. like a guy who would chain smoke. Yeah, absolutely. Without question. Nick, thanks for filling in. Hey, Jed, thank you for filling in. Hey, Cody, thanks for coming in. You're welcome, guys. Yay! Nick and I will be back tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. The Drive coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.